You're listening to The Doctor's Companion, brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. episode of the doctor's companion uh no doubt a short one uh, <laughs> i'm scott corelli and i'm matt smith but i'm not that matt smith and we're from mindrobber.net the home side of mindrobber productions where we talk about all the things on podcasts uh, like this one uh the one you're listening to right now where we talk about doctor who it's called the doctor's companion you heard that earlier uh the mind robbers versus where we pick a show we love and we talk about it episode by episode currently we alternate weeks with superman the animated series and batman the animated series and then also uh if you want to hear what we think about all of the uh, upcoming like big tentpole movies like uh iron man 3 and star trek into darkness and man of steel uh the wolverine all of that stuff then you're going to want to listen to uh listen to the mind robbers verses because that's where those will be um and then uh our flagship podcast the mind robbers where we talk about anything else anything and everything else uh if you like our shows you should review them on itunes if you have questions comments concerns email those to us at podcast at mindrobber.net if you want to start a discussion add to the comments uh so we can know what you're thinking and we can respond and it's public and then other people can join in it's it's a party um also tell your friends <laughs> Tell them, tell them, tell them, just t- tell them, tell them what's going on. Get on your rooftop uh, and, and w- shout it out. And what's going on today is a little story called the rescue. And I say little because it is little. It's only two episodes. It's two quaint episodes. Yeah. Which is nice, man. I got to tell you, uh, love a two parter, love a two parter. <laughs> uh, and I don't mean a Colin Baker style two parter. I mean, an actual two parter. Uh, this is, uh, this was, this was nice in and out. Mm-hmm. Like it. Mm-hmm. Like it. Uh, so I'm assuming uh, uh, there's a pretty obvious uh, significance to the rescue. Um, uh, pretty major significance, I would say. Uh, so why don't you tell us about it? Yes, the rescue, famous for being the story in which we are introduced to Vicky, um, mm-hmm. who is technically the first new companion. Um uh, Vicky is introduced after the departure of Susan. Susan was 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 written out at the end of Dalek Invasion of Earth, um, and Vicky was the first ever companion who was brought in as a replacement as a new companion for the Doctor. If you assume that Ian and Barbara are the first companions, um, so uh, this is written as more of a transitory story. If it, like it's two parts, so it's very interlude-y. It feels like an interlude, um, uh, and it's written by David Whitaker, who was the first. Uh, uh, what, what's his name? Script editor for the show. He was the guy who kind of created the TARDIS and did all sorts of great things that you can read about if you read Philip Sandifer, um, because Philip Sandifer is a massive David Whitaker fan, and rightly so. Um, 
And uh, it's written just as a way to, it's just like as a bridging the gap. Whitaker commissioned himself to write the story because he had just left and he was handing over the the reins to Dennis Spooner, who was going to be writing the Romans, which is the story after this. And to save money, they kept the same director and just made it as one, like, six-part serial on minimal sets. Um, So it's directed by Christopher Berry, who is one of my, like, personal just, like, oh, he's a good director. Um, not like he's one of those people who blows the doors off the place like your K- Douglas Canfields or your Graham Harpers or your David Maloney's, but uh, Christopher Barry is just one who's just very consistent. He's known for doing, amongst other things, Power of the Daleks, The Demons, and uh, Robot, and Brain of Morbius. Um, mm. and a couple of other ones. So he's really good. Um, he is. And he also did The Romans as well, which we did talk about on the other side of New Who. Um, we talked about The Romans. So this is like the introduction of Vicky, and it's a very small two-part story, and it's kind of like just uh, really nice and just one of those things that only the first Doctor would have do. This is a very much a first Doctor story because it's just kind of weird and small and very kind of experimental and just a really good time uh, to just kind of Easy breezy. Breath. Yeah, just to catch your breath because the Dalek invasion of Earth was so big and then the Romans, you know, is more like, okay, let's do this season. Um so, I mean, that's kind of what its background is, um, and it's really kind of – it's just – it's nice. We'll talk about it a lot. <laughs> so, it's good All stuff. All right. Well, uh, before we continue, this is a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by InStockTrades.com. We can purchase any paperback, hardcover, omnibus, or absolute edition at 35 to 45% off, plus new release specials at 50% off every week. And remember, all orders over $50 get free shipping. So, buy stuff. Thanks, InStockTrades.com. Uh, so the rescue, um, I loved this like a lot. Yes. And, uh, I mean, we were joking about it off, off mic before we started. Well, actually through text message. Um, it's just, it's basically a Scooby-Doo story, um, without Mm -hmm. Scooby-Doo. And before Scooby-Doo. Like. (laughs) Yeah. And before Scooby-Doo. Um, cause it's, it's basically, uh, you know, you have, you have Barbara and Ian in the, uh, uh, in the Daphne and, 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 uh, uh, I can only ever Fred. think of one of their names at a time. Fred and Daphne, um, right? Yeah. Fred and Daphne. I, it's the weirdest thing. It's just them too. I, <laughs> if I, if I remember Daphne's name, I can't remember Fred's name. And if I can remember Fred's name, I can't remember da- It's the word. It's like my brain only has room for one or the other. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. They're taking like the Fred and Daphne roles and then you have, um, Vicky is Velma and that leaves the doctor as Shaggy, um, which is apt, I think. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's such a, it's such a Scooby-Doo story. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of hysterical in that way. Yes. Um, cause basically, uh, they show up on this planet and there's these two people and they're just like waiting out for the ship to come and it's not supposed to come for a while, but then something shows up. And Vicky gets all excited, and this guy's like, "Bah, don't get excited. It's, it's nothing. Don't worry about it." Uh, and then she's like, "No, seriously, there's something here." And then, of course, it's the TARDIS, and uh, then you there's like this whole thing where the guy is like dressing up as this creature um, <laughs> named Coquillian. Yeah, named Coquillian to like there's like ruins and there's booby traps and. <laughs> lizard creatures um that are really just puppies uh 
and Barbara kills one of the puppies. Barbara murders a puppy. She just kills it, pulls out a gun, and just shoots the puppy. <laughs> and I'm just like, why'd you do that? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I, and, and while Vicky's yelling, no, don't. <laughs> It's, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Um, and, uh, 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 yeah. So like you've got that and it's just, it's just a, it's just a, you know, it's just a crazy breezy two parter. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I love the fact that like you have basically, uh, Ian and, and, um, and and the doctor are like making their way across this like i mean it's not really a ca- like it's not really a, i wouldn't call it a cavern thing but they're like in this tomb and they're walking on this narrow ledge that would drop them into a small very small pit it only comes up to their uh it only comes up to like their waist maybe mm-hmm. but one of the uh one of the puppy monsters uh is in the pit. And so obviously it looks scary. And Ian's like, ah, I don't want to go in there. Nobody wants to go in there. That thing will probably eat me maybe. Um, or it might just lap my face. Um, we don't know because Barbara killed it. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, the, they, they knock this thing over and are off the wall. And then it sets off this booby trap. That's like just swords coming out of the wall. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, that's the cliffhanger. It's like uh, Ian is trapped in this little area on the ledge by these swords, and then more swords are starting to come out the middle, and they're pushing him off the edge. And he just solves the problem by taking off his jacket, <laughs> wrapping it around one of the swords, and then just swinging himself around him. Like <laughs> it was just it, it made me laugh because I was like, <laughs> "That's your solution to the cliffhanger." Oh man. You your solution to the cliffhanger is use your brain and stop freaking out, Ian. <laughs> it was it's pretty it's pretty fantastic. It's like it's like well that was that was easy. Like yeah, he just like he just like he just like he just like climbs around. Like mm-hmm. it's just like just like oh man, thank God that 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 we got out of that one. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then when the Scooby Doo villain guy. Uh, uh, reveals that he's just a Scooby-Doo villain. He takes off his mask. And and then, like, the two... Uh, what was, like, the two surviving members of his crew? Or, or the they're, di- like... The, 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 the native inhabitants of the planet died. Oh, they're the native inhabitants. Okay, yeah. So the native inhabitants of the planet, like, show up, and they scare him out of leaving in, like, a, in, like, a very, like, a... Uh, uh, an Ebenezer Scrooge being visited by his dead partner kind yeah. of way. Yeah, like Macbeth um, being visited by the ghost of Banquo. Like, kind yeah. of like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he gets freaked out in his solution when they're slowly walking after him, uh, driving him toward uh, this cliff that he's going to fall off and die in a second. He finds this chair in the middle of a wide open room. It's just a, It's just a completely... Open room, 
and there's a chair in the middle of the room. It's not attached to a table or there, there's no other obstructions. It's just this chair. And he just flips the chair over, I, I guess, to intimidate them. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Because it does nothing. <laughs> like they're coming straight at him and he flips it to the right. Like it's hard yeah. to explain how how great it is because I noticed the same thing where it's like they're not even close. And they're kind of coming at him diagonally. But he just goes like straight for the right. Like, no, I won't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they just sort of, like, look at the chair and walk around it and then go after it. Oh, so funny. (laughs) So funny. Awesome. Um, Yeah. I mean, like, that's – and that's the thing about this is it's it's wildly campy just in a way mm -hmm. that, like, classic Who is. But it's also, like, a really – like, that's not to say that it's not a really great story or that the two don't work hand in hand. You know, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you have a scene where Barbara murders a fracking puppy. Like, it's just, like – just in cold blood. But you also have, like, this really heartbreaking story about this, like, 18-year-old girl, 16, 18-year-old girl who is suffering from real psychological abuse. Like, just, like, she's just being tortured by this guy. Like, this guy will just be like, don't go outside or Coquillian will get you. And <laughs> it's like, and I mean, the joke is that he's Coquillian, but he's, like, just just keeping her there, like a princess in a, in a castle, and watching her, like, light up with hope when she sees people like Barbara Ian and the Doctor is just, like, really wonderful and heartbreaking. And, and mm-hmm. nice to just see her meet someone who, people who are good for her. Um mm-hmm. And speaks to, like, them moving forward. Like, the, the relationship between the Doctor and Vicky is really lovely, where it's very surrogate where Susan can be a little too much like, get off there right now. There's, there's a care that comes with being a surrogate that makes it uh, a little bit more genuine. Like, the Doctor doesn't have to care about her, mm-hmm. whereas he has to care about Susan. With Vicky, he can just be like, he cares about her because he loves her. Um, which is a really, like, heartwarming thing. And their scene at the end where he's like, think about if you want to come inside and join us is a really, like, nice, touching scene. And all of those, like, just, like, add to not just the massively ridiculous Scooby-Doo plot, but also just make it just a really memorable experience. Like, it's just a really great mm-hmm. two-parter. It's exactly what you want from a two-parter. Um, I would recommend, if you've never seen a Hartnell story... I would say, and you're only like familiar really with New Who, if you want a Hartnell story, I kind of think this is the one you should watch. Yeah. Uh, because it it's it's famili- it feels familiar enough, I think, to New Who people that they can get into it. And it's in and out so quickly that the pacing won't bother you, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, um, absolutely. So, like, I, I really – I think that this is the one, honestly. I think if there's any Hartnell story I think that people unfamiliar with new, with, with classic Who should watch, it should be this one because mm-hmm. there's just so many staples to new Who that are very familiar here. The, the uh, finding a new companion specifically, like, it all started here. Like, this is, this is the beginning of that. Yeah, um, because Barbara and Ian, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I haven't seen the episode yet, but from everything that I've read about it, they're more stowaways than anything else. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the first time that a, a companion has been invited uh, to join the crew of the TARDIS. Yes. Uh, and, and and it's done in such a way where like it feels very familiar in a oh, this is where it all came from sort of way, mm-hmm. um, because you have that moment in part one <clears throat> where they first land 
and uh, uh, Barbara and Ian are like, hey, uh, so I think we've um, I think we've landed. You should, you know, wake up or something. Um, <laughs> and the doctor's just like, oh, 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 we are here. Uh, Susan. And then he has that moment where he's like, oh, right. Susan's not here anymore. And it's that in and, and that beat. It just felt very ahead of its time. Yes. <clears throat> where you have that beat now every time a companion leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing it this early on is really interesting uh, from a fan standpoint. Yes. And I think, too, um, that moment and the moment where he's inviting her on board and they have that conversation where he's like, I'd really like you to join us. <clears throat> like, I just I think that that's that's all really interesting stuff. And Vicky has that vibe about her from the second you meet her you're like oh she's gonna be a companion mm-hmm. uh because she has that that just that that companion sense about her yeah um that you really can't it's hard to put your finger on it but you always know who should be a companion and who shouldn't mm-hmm. um it's a the spark you meet it's them. just yeah. a spark it's a um, spark, exactly, and and that and you're you're totally right about that. It's one of those things where it's like, I mean, you also haven't seen this one, but compare it to the massacre where Dodo stumbles in at the end, and she just goes, "Well, I feel like I should do this," and you just go, "No, you really, you really shouldn't." Like, you just, yeah, like you like you see that, but like, I mean, you're right. Like thinking about it here, like the scene between Vicky and the Doctor. It's just the same thing that Davies does at the end of Rose. It's the same thing he does at the end of Smith and Jones, um, uh, or even or even Moffat does at the end of the Eleventh Hour, where mm-hmm. like you know he just says, "Come with me," like, and it's such a simple thing, but it's the sort of thing that you're never going to get tired of because it's such a hallmark to the show, and it always feels so different. The Doctor definitely gives her a choice here; she will be rescued theoretically we find out at the end of the story that she wouldn't have been rescued and she would have died and marooned on the planet but because <laughs> because the because the, the aliens uh walk into the walk into the spaceship trash this trash the spaceship and then the it's implied that the the rescue ship never arrives um mickey would have died but the choice is still there and think about it here as com- as compared to something like uh, uh, uh for goodness sake uh adric Tegan and Nyssa, where Tegan just stumbles into the TARDIS. Tegan never is asked to join. The Doctor never mm-hmm. just asks her to join. She just kind of comes along for the ride. Same with Nyssa. Nyssa joins on Legopolis, and Adric just kind of wanders in at the end of Full Circle. Um, it doesn't, like, those aren't the same. They're not the same mm-hmm. here. Like, it, it feels, I mean, look at Perry. Perry is a better example um, than Tegan. Um, and it's just wonderful. Like, it's just so nice. And it's it's just, you're right, it's so ahead of its time. Like, it, but it's nice to see Doctor Who in classic series do these moments. Like, they're just so wonderful when you get them. They're just so much brighter. They're so much happier. Um, Absolutely. It's just really, really great. Um I think I think I mean that I think that's all I really had to, to say. Yeah, no, that's but, all I got too. Yeah. Um the yeah, one o- the one other thing that I will add, and I know that we kind of put up, topped on it before, but I just love it whenever the doctor and his companion go on a super pulpy adventure. Um which mm-hmm. <laughs> is what the cave sequence is. because um, it's just wonderfully delightful and pulpy. Oh, oh um, yeah. Booby traps. Come on. Who doesn't love them? Who doesn't love them? They're great. Yeah. They're great. Um <laughs> the best. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, before we move on and wrap it up, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by DCBService.com. DCBS is the site that lets you order all your monthly comic book statues, action figures, T-shirts, 
whatever, posters, anything else you can get from a local comic book shop. You can pre-order from DCBService.com three months in advance with monthly discount specials up to 75% off and regular discounts of 40% off. You ship as often as you like with orders as large or small as you like. You only pay six ninety five in flat rate shipping, so thanks to DCBService.com. Next week... We return to the Tenth Doctor with the two-parter, The Impossible Planet and The Satan Pit, uh, which is uh, almost a companion episode to uh, the episode we did last week, Robots of Death. Yes. So, um, uh, with with the with the with the added with the added uh, subplot of uh, the Doctor versus Satan. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about. That should be an interesting conversation because I hated that story uh, when I first watched it. I haven't seen it since. Really? I, yeah. I love it whenever you come back and, re- and revisit those. Those are always my favorites. So regardless yeah. of whether or not you end up enjoying it, it's always – it's know that I'm very much looking forward to it because I, mm-hmm. I liked it the first time and every time since I'm just like, I just love it. I think it's such a wonderful experience. Um. I mean, that's just me. And we'll see if my thoughts hold up. Um, so it'll be, it'll be fun to to totally uh, experience. And much like you said uh, last week, we talked about the robots of death, which was like Impossible Planet. I like to think of the rescue as a nice interlude for all things. It's just, yeah. It just works. Not planned, but it works. It does work. You're right. Uh, um, uh, anyways, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at twitter.com slash gunganin. Uh, you can also follow me on my alternate Twitter account, twitter.com slash gdcommentary, where I am... Um, I live tweet stuff. Uh, if I'm right, I and by the time that this episode goes out, I should. I no, I'm totally off by a week. Um, uh, mm-hmm. you missed Mash, everyone. I'm sorry. It's over. It's done. It was sad. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm that, sorry, but that just means the OC is coming. That that means the OC is coming whenever I'm bored and need uh, something to do. Um, it'll be really awesome to uh, experience. Um. So follow me in those two places, and of course, uh, classicalgallifrey.blogspot.com, where you can see uh, my discussions, reviews of all classic Doctor Who stories um, uh, in a, I don't know, an illiterate way, I don't know, um, <laughs> over there, uh, my, see my, read my post on the rescue, all of, all of those stories can be found via the index at the top of the uh, blog, and I would <clears throat> really love it if you do, because who doesn't love attention, Scott? Uh, yeah, twitter.com slash Scott Corelli, also twitter.com slash Scott Commentary, where I do live tweet things, uh, just not, uh, not for a while. Uh, I've got a lot on my plate right now. Everybody just get off my back. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone relax. Everybody chill out. Um, also... Uh, I know this is a ways away, but it's important to note that Matt and I have made some decisions about the 200th episode. <laughs> We're not even to 150 yet. What can you mean? Yeah. Uh, episode 200 is going to be kind of a big deal. Um, we're think because episode 200 will be coming out concurrently with episode 100 of the mind robbers. Uh, we're actually planning a little something, something, um, mm-hmm. something, something big. Uh, but for details on that, you're going to want to listen to the mind robbers, which we um, announced last week, actually. Yeah, so, exactly. So if you want, go listen to that and we'll tell you all of the details about it. It should be up on the early part of the episode. Yes. So if you, if for some reason really hate listening to us, don't get fired, but I'll just, I'll just say this. 
if that sounds interesting to you, please come. It'd be great to have you. Um, yeah. It'd be so much fun. And you can listen to us talk about episode 200 live. And I we've picked out a good story for it, something that will uh, merit lots and lots of discussion. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be really, really awesome. Uh, it's going to be really great. So do that. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So make sure you're listening to the Mind Robbers. I don't know why you would be listening to this if you don't like hearing us talk. Uh, you've got to you've got to like other things than Doctor Who. You have to. I can't you believe have to, you yes. don't. Um, all right, guys. We'll talk to you next week with the Impossible Planet, the Satan Pit. Bye. Bye, yo. Bye.